0: Good it is to be in the house of the Lord and to be in his divine presence. I too once was young, believe it or not. So I know how you feel this morning. I know about the staying up all night, chatting with your friends, being in service, coming back being exhausted got still for a few minutes but just hang on I'm not long winded unless the Lord tells me to be but how good it is to be here and what an honor it is to be in this beautiful facility that the Lord has blessed you with and to see you filling up the seats today if you have your Bibles you can go to Esther chapter 4 I'm going to read verses through 11 Or they will be on the screen. But Esther 4 and 11 reads like this. All the king's servants and the people of the king's providence. Do know that whosoever, whether man or woman. Shall come unto the king in the inner court who is not called. There is one law of his to put him to death except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter that he may live. But I have not been called to come into the king these thirty days. And they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews.' For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return to Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will like fast likewise, and so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law, and if I perish, I perish." Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be here. We thank you for your divine presence that we feel in this house. Lord, we've come today knowing there is nothing that you cannot do. And Lord, we ask today as we have gathered ourselves together into this place that we would listen to the words that you have spoken into our spirit. Lord, give us the ears to hear and the heart to receive. And Lord, I ask today for those that are sick or suffering or troubles and trials situation, that you come and do what only you can do. And I ask that you would anoint me to speak this word that you have placed in my heart for this moment. And we'll never fail to give you praise. In the name of Jesus, we ask these things. Amen and amen. And the title of my message for this morning is The Clock is Ticking." I noticed as pastor took the offering, he said, I'm going to give you one minute to give. And I watched the screen as it began to click down. It went from 59 down to zero because why the clock was ticking. You had a certain amount that you could give, a certain amount of time that you could give him. But can I tell you that the clock is ticking on our lives also the clock is ticking every time that we get up. I I told somebody, I said, you know, there's times you can't find enough hours in the day to get done what you needed to do. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been there this weekend. I'm like... I don't know how we're going to get everything done that we need to do, Kenny. And he said, well, we just keep on going till we run out of time. But our lives are controlled by time. What, what time we get up. We got a set time we get up. We got a set time that we normally eat. We When we go to school, when we go to our jobs, whatever we're to do, it is controlled by time. Ecclesiastes 3 and 2 says it so well. It says, to everything there is a season and a a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to remembrance Or to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Why? Because the clock is ticking. I I remember when I was growing up, you know, some of this young generation won't even remember those old wind-up clocks. But you had a wind-up clock. And you would wind the back of it up, and it would tick so loud you could hear it all over the house. I said, we used to put a jar or put a towel over it so it wouldn't click so loud. But every second that went by, you could hear that old clock tick until it would almost hypnotize you. I took my dad one time to Harlan County to visit his aunt. And when we got to her house, she had it so warm and cozy. And in the living room was a clock where we sat and they were talking. I was just listening or trying to because the old clock would tick, tick, tick. And the sun was coming through the windows. And I would find myself maybe like some of these young people. I'd find my eyes getting real heavy. And I was trying to listen to the conversation. But I was getting so relaxed while I was sitting there. That I got in such a comfortable position that I wanted to go to sleep. I'm afraid that for most part, that's where the church is while the clock is ticking. We've got into a comfortable position. We know how it's going to operate. We're going to come in. We're going to sing a few songs. We're going to listen to somebody preach. We're going to say, well, I've done God a favor and myself a favor because I showed up today. Then we're going to go out and do whatever it is we do through the week. But can I tell you, the clock is ticking, and we better be about the Father's business. Esther had been chosen queen. She had now been in the palace for a while, and her servants and her maids were taking care of her. But if it had not been for Mordecai, her uncle, who took her in when her mother and daddy died, she would have never been queen. Because God always has a plan and a purpose, and he put her there for such a time as this. But the Jews were in trouble. There had been a letter sent out because Haman didn't like Mordecai. So he set out to not only destroy Mordecai, but he wanted to eliminate all the Jews that there was. How many know today the Christians are trying to be eliminated? They're trying to get rid of us. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to say that. You can't say Jesus. You can't profess this. You can't profess that. But the clock is ticking, and we need to stand up and declare, I am a child of God. His royal blood flows through my veins I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ And I don't care who knows that I've been with Jesus Our problem is today a lot of people don't know if we've been with Jesus or not Because we talk out of both sides of the mouth One minute we're talking real godly The next minute we're talking ungodly But the clock is ticking Our time will soon be up one way or another and we must be about the father's business. There was a letter that Haman sent out. He said that on the, on the 13th day of the 12th month, which was the month of Adar, that they were going to kill and destroy all the Jews. He said, I will even pay 10,000 talents of silver. I looked that up. It said it would be nearly $4 million in the day that we're living in. They were not just going to kill the men. They were going to kill the women and the children the clock was ticking. What do you do when it looks like you're out of time? What does it look like when the doctors give you a bad report? What does it look like when your time's about up? That's when you pray and you trust God like you have never prayed and trust Him before. Mordecai tore off his clothes and he put on sackcloth as a symbol of mourning and repentance. Now those sackcloths were mostly made out of of goat's hair black goat's hair which made it quite uncomfortable to wear and he sat in ashes putting ashes on his head which showed the intense grief and distress that he was in Mordecai was saying we're in a battle we're in a battle for our very own life can i tell you we're in a battle today we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the prayers of the principalities of darkness. We are in a battle. Mordecai knew the clock was ticking. He sat near the king's gate. Because if you wore sackcloth, you weren't allowed to go inside the gate. But he sat outside the gate and he cried with a loud and a bitter cry. It was told to Esther, your uncle's sitting out there outside the gate. Said he's sitting there in sackcloth and he's sitting there in ashes. And said he's crying, he's wailing. And she sent a message to Mordecai. And she sent him some raiment of clothes. And she said, take those sackcloths off and put on these clothes. But he refused. He said, I'm not going to do it. See, this world will try to get you to, to conform to their way. But there is a way and a way that is called holiness. A way that is pleasing to God. And the clock is ticking. If the world can get you to change, you better believe they'll get you to change nowadays boys don't know if they're girls and girls don't know if they're boys we are living in a messed up world but there's one thing that's not messed up and that is jesus christ himself and the word of god which is true mordecai sent a message back to esther he said esther he said the clock is ticking we are going to die if you don't do something He said, you've got to go to the king on our behalf. Aren't you glad that today we can go before the king? But sometimes we are so burdened down. Sometimes our load is too heavy to bear. And we need somebody that's got enough grit in them that can go to the king on our behalf and petition him. Esther said, I can't do that. We always got an excuse. She said, you have to be summoned before the king or you will die. Right. Mordecai said, Esther, it's up to you. He said, you got to remember who you are. You too are a Jew and they want to kill them all and the clock is ticking. See, we got to remember who we are. When trouble comes, I am a daughter or the son of the Most High God. When problems comes, we forget who we are sometimes. We don't serve a Mickey Mouse God, but we serve a God that sits on the throne and His train fills the temple. We serve a God who said that there is nothing that He cannot do to those that believe. We serve a God that still saves. We serve a God that still breaks bondages. We serve a God that still delivers. We serve a God that is still God, no matter what the world is doing. But the clock is still ticking hallelujah Esther realizes that the clock is ticking she sends a message to Mordecai and she says get everybody, get all the Jews that you've got around you, get everybody that you can to pray she said and not only that, she said but fast for three days she said and when you do that me and my maidens will fast also see her maidens may not have even known what prayer and fasting was but they are about to find out See, you got neighbors, you got people that may not even know what Jesus is about. And the clock is ticking on their life just like it's ticking on our life. And what are we showing them? I've heard people say, oh, you mean to tell me if so-and-so's a Christian, then I'll be all right. No, you won't. They got to answer for them and you got to answer for you. And if you don't have the blood of Jesus applied to your life, you, you in trouble should the Lord come or your clock stop ticking. She knows the clock is ticking. And her and her, peer, her, and her girls begin to fast. Mordecai begins to fast. Mordecai is probably saying, Esther, you got to go. The clock's ticking. See, why, Esther, why you sitting in there in the palace? Why you sitting in there being waited on hand and foot? Why you sitting in there and you got all of them maid servants and they bringing you anything you want? We sitting out here and we're about to die. We're sitting out here and our clock's a ticking. And it's almost over for us. See, we can get in the king's house. And we can get so comfortable that we forget about those outside that's hurting, that's lost, that's struggling, that needs somebody to go before the king on their behalf. Those that are not in here today and maybe say, I ain't never going to enter a building. You know what our job is? Our job is to pray. God get a hold of them somehow. Drop the scales off of their eyes. Let them realize where they're at. It's our responsibility to go to the king for those who can't go for themselves. Esther said, you prepare and I'll prepare. She said, and if I go... She said, I will go before the king, and if I perish, I perish. After all, what have we got to lose? I've heard people say, oh, I don't know if there is a heaven. I don't really know if there is a God. I don't know the purpose in this. Well, listen, what have we got to lose? Can I tell you there is a heaven and there is a God? And we ain't got a thing to lose, but we sure got a whole lot to gain. We got a better day coming after a while. And we know how the story goes. She puts on her royal pair apparel and she goes before the king. And when the king spots his queen, even though she wasn't supposed to be there, he, she got favor in his sight. See, the king will give you favor when favor ain't even fair. She knew the clock was ticking. And she goes before the king. And the king asked her what it was that she wanted. And she told him, my people's in trouble. And you know how the story goes. Because of Esther and the clock ticking, she saved that whole generation of people. But a lot of times we come in and we sit in our beautiful churches It's warm in the winter. It's cool in the summer. We've got all the nice facilities. And the clock's ticking. What are we doing outside the walls? Are we living in a way when people see us, they say, hey, I don't know what's different about them people, but I want whatever they got. Are we leading anybody to Jesus? Are we inviting them to come? People come in a prayer line, sick, their clock is ticking. You may have six months to live. You may have three months to live. Your clock is ticking. You're hurting. You come to the altar. I told them this morning, I said, I preach revivals. And I've been down praying for people. I'm sweating. I'm hot but I'm praying with everything in me because people's clocks are ticking and they may die and I need to make sure they know who Jesus is. And then I look up and you'll have people standing over there and sometimes it's even the minister, the pastor, and they'll be standing over there and they're looking at their phone and they're chit-chatting. Listen, there's a time to look at your phone. There's a time to chit-chat. But when somebody comes to the altar needing a help from God because they're clo- clock is ticking. We need to be backing them. We need to be praying with them. Because if they don't, they're going to spend eternity without Jesus because the clock is ticking. Oh, we watch it because we want to do our own thing. We want to get in. We want to go out. And we want to go about our business. But we're losing. We've done lost a generation of old saints of God that knew how to get a hold of God. You don't believe it? Look around. Uh, I can name you pastor after pastor. That was up in years. Just recently my 91-year-old daddy that I miss so much. But those saints of God, guess what? Their clock stopped. Their work is done. Our clock hasn't stopped. As long as we're breathing, your clock is ticking. As long as you're moving, your clock is ticking. As good as it would be to bring those old saints back, I wouldn't for nothing in this world that we're living in. Because their race is run, their their, their clock has stopped. But let me tell you one thing, we can still have the same power they had. It wasn't a special power that just bottled up and went with them when they went to glory. But that same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that's dwelling in this house this morning. That same power is still effective even though it's over 2,000 years ago. That amazes me. A power that is as strong today as it was 2,000 years ago, but it's still effective. But while the clock is ticking, it's time for us to step up to the plate and do something and be something that the church needs us to be. Yes. Ministry is important. If you sing, sing with everything in you. If you teach Sunday school, don't just say, oh, I gotta go in there to them little snotty no kids this Sunday and keep them for about 25 minutes. <laughs> I know the feeling. I was raised in a pastor's home. I taught every class there was to teach in church. I had to do children's church. It wasn't asked, do you want to do it? It's you're going to do it. I know how aggravating it can be. I know when they're about to climb up the wall and they're getting on your nerves and you just like to just SOS them a little bit. If you don't know what SOS is. That's spirit of slap. But that's one of the greatest ministries that you will ever have in your entire life. Because you are pouring into a young heart, a young soul there that you can put seed in and let it grow from class to class to class until they become teens. And when they become teens, I'm going to talk to these teens here for just a second. I'm glad you went to Winterfest. But if you come in here next Sunday and you ain't got the same power that you got sitting in here right now, you know what you did? All you did was went to Winterfest. It was just a feel-good weekend. But can I tell you, your clock is ticking too. Mine's ticked a little longer than yours has, but yours is still ticking too. And what are you going to do with it? Are you going to be the same old, same old before you went to Winterfest? Or are you coming back saying, I'm making a change. My clock is ticking. And I'm going to be a difference in my school, in my job, wherever I'm at. I'm going to make a difference. Yes, you're young people. Things will upset you. Yes, you'll feel like SOS and a few people along the way. Right. You ain't gonna be glory, hallelujah, 24-7, seven days a week, 365, because life is life. But when life is giving you life, where you need to be because the clock is ticking, is down before the master praying and asking him to help you. That's how you lead others. is by an example. Does people want to be who you are? After all, ain't there a lot of people on Facebook want to be who we are because they hacking us all the time. I say I must be somebody really important because somebody wants to be me. Live where somebody wants to be you. Live in a way that somebody wants to be like you. Because your clock is ticking. My clock is ticking. Everybody's sitting here. Our clocks are ticking. But what are you going to be? We've had so many conferences. We've had so many revivals. We get so hyped up because we're with all them thousands of people in those conferences. Well, who can't shout then? Because everybody's in the same mind, same accord, everybody's all excited because we're all there for the same reason. But then we come home, then we're by ourselves, then what? That's when we know if we're stuck or not. If not, you just went to Winterfest. Make a difference. You know what Winterfest could do? Lord help me, I didn't mean, I didn't know I was going to do this. I'm like you, I didn't know I was going to do this. You know what Winterfest could do? Winterfest can charge you up till you could start one of the biggest revivals Corbin has ever seen. Don't let your fire die out. Don't let your excitement die down. Keep it stirred up. Keep it going and let it grow and grow and watch a spark happen, and you won't have enough seats to put people because when the clock is ticking and we got to get people to Jesus, while the clock's still ticking, it's up for us to do something. The clock is ticking, let's work. Do your position, find a position. Pastor, what can I do? Can I just open the door and say good morning? Listen, if you ain't never been to T.D. Jakes's church, it would blow your mind just to walk up to the door. i never seen so much excitement in my life. I mean, when you go, you don't open the door by yourself and nobody just stand there like, where on earth did you come from? Who are you? We got a new person in the building today. Let's check them out. No. When you go, before you ever open the door, they're slinging the door open for you. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful day it is to worship the Lord. I'm so glad you've come to be in the house of the Lord with us today. It makes you want to walk in and say, Whoa, I'm already ready for it to start. Let's get some excitement about ourselves. Because after all, who wants to go to a dead place where there ain't nothing happening? But give me somebody who loves Jesus. Give me somebody who's not afraid to rejoice. Because the clock is ticking. See, my clock is ticked for so long, I don't care what people think about me. My clock's ticked for over 63 years now. I'm too old to worry about what you think. It ain't going to matter no way because you didn't save me. You didn't heal me. You didn't give me the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You ain't been through every fiery tower that I've been through. You ain't walked where I've walked. So, therefore, I don't really matter what you think about me. But when I get an opportunity, because this old girl's clock's a ticket, I'm going to worship him. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to give him the glory that is due his name because he is worthy. He is worthy. The clock is ticking, let's pray. Pray. Why well, we got to pray about? Good God, if you ain't got nothing to pray about, I'd like to talk to you after church. <laughs> we always got something to pray about. If you ain't in trouble, your family is. If you ain't got problems, somebody close to you do. There is always something to pray about. The clock is ticking, let's worship. Let's worship. Worship is an excitement. And I love what she said when she opened up. We can stand on the sidelines all we want to. We can yell till our voice is gone. But it ain't going to change the game. It's only if you are a player that's going to change the game. We need players in the house of God. I ain't talking about playing around. I'm talking about that worships. I'm talking about people that come in ready to worship the Lord. You're not going to do it just sitting there. He ain't going to come grab you by the hair of your head and jerk you up and say, worship me. He's a free will God. You do it on your own or you don't do it at all. But after he has brought you wherever he has brought you from, see, they some of you in here should already be in the cemetery today because your clock was ticking and the enemy tried to stop your clock. They are a thing called a stopwatch, and he tried to put a stopwatch on you. But God said, "No, I'm not finished with them yet. I'm going to give them another." I'm gonna give them another opportunity because the clock is still ticking. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You all have heard me tell it before. When I was twenty-four years old, the enemy tried to stop my clock. I should be a I should be laying in A.R. Dyke. But God said there's a work for her to do. See, when God's got a work for you to do, the enemy can't put a stopwatch on you. For this is the day and this is the hour that I am pouring out unto my people. It doesn't matter what the world looks like, I am still moving and I am still God. Do not get slowful. Move when my spirit moves. I long for you to worship me, saith the Lord, and I will do great and mighty things before you. You will see my hand move in situations that you have that you need me to move in. But the time is still moving, but it's swiftly moving. And it will soon come to a close and it will soon come to an end. But why I am moving, saith the Lord, is the time for you to move because I will not continue. To go on because time is swiftly fleeting. I am soon to come. And that final day will appear. But unto then, my child, keep moving. Keep pressing forward. For I am with you. And I am God and I know your situation. But I've come by this day to declare unto you. That I am here. And I know. And I will move. Sayeth the Lord. Give the Lord some praise in this house. As they come to the music, one day the clock will stop ticking. It will stop ticking. There's no do overs there's no do-overs once the clock stops ticking if you could roll back a vision of hell they would be people to tell you today if I could just come back and do it over if I could just come back and do it over but there is no do-overs however your clock stops ticking is how you will spend eternity But right now you have a choice. You're sitting here; the clock is still ticking. We're going to open this altar up. All you winter fists, guys, come up here for a second. Come up here and stand. Only takes one spark to start a fire. Just one. Just one. You can take one match. You can throw it out on dry leaves. Just one. But it'll catch the whole mountain on fire because of one spark. while your clock is ticking do I have any sparks down here is my question do I have anybody willing to be a spark that says I'll be a spark oh don't stand there like you all frozen I want to see some hands do I have anybody wants to be a spark seeing this pastor One spark. Come over here, Pastor. We're going to pray. Can you imagine with these sparks right here and the excitement and the fire of God what they could do to this community? Because your clock is still ticking, you have more energy than I got a whole lot you can do while your clock is ticking before Jesus comes. Everybody in here, stretch your hand toward these young people. See, this is the church. We keep waiting on the church. This is the church. This is the church right here.